Hey kids, this is me, IC Robots, and we're back for another super exciting, super fun episode of World's Famous This Time Out. We're going to talk about the zoo. We're going to open up a toy. We're going to talk about the gym. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. It is going to be great, and I guarantee it will be fun. Grandmaster Grandpa, hit that beat. OKIC Robot, let's get this party started right. Let's get this party started quickly. This is world's famous with IC robot. Do you guys like uh, the, the zoo? I went to the zoo last week, and I gotta say, man, it is like a ton of fun. I'm talking about the uh, San Francisco Zoo, of course. I, I guess I could also be talking about the Oakland Zoo. That's that's another one that is nearby, but I've never I've never been there. I've only ever been to the uh, San Francisco Zoo. When we're talking when we're talking about California zoos, I went to the I went to the Brookfield Zoo back when we used to live in Illinois, and that was that was always fun. I look back at that with a, with a real fondness. They had um they had these machines. I think they're called Moldoramas, and they they would like make these wax figurines of like various zoo animals. You'd put your money in, and you would see them like they would like pour the wax and then stamp the mold and stuff. They're they're really cool. Over the years, I've bought a couple Moldoramas on on eBay. You can. You can pick them up for like $10, $15. I got like a gorilla. I went ahead and I got the ones from Brookfield Zoo. Those are those are the ones that were super nostalgic for me. I got a I got a King Kong gorilla in the living room right now that I that I really enjoy. But they they have no moldoramas at the San Francisco Zoo, which is which is a shame, but they do have like a lot of fun animals. The the zoo is is something that like back in the day when I was like a young out there fighting on the streets, I see robots. I was against the zoo. I thought that it was really unfair to like treat the animals this way. But now, now that I've learned a bit more about the world and I, I, I know how things are and I know that these animals have really, really like their, well, the places that they live are, are rapidly going away and it is sad. So I guess that the, the conservation efforts of the zoo are something that I can stand behind. It cost I think it cost 20 bucks to get into the zoo, and parking was 10 bucks. It's not, it's not bad at all, considering you can go there and you can be there all the entirety of the day. You can, you can just walk around as much as you want. I think that if you look at the zoo like it's a park, like it's like a park in your neighborhood, and that you get to just go walk around, and while you're walking around and getting some exercise, enjoying some sun and all that, you also get to look at giraffes. It's really really cool like that. If I lived in the the city, if I lived in San Fran, I would probably join the zoo. I think I think I saw it's $75 a year and with that you get free parking and you get to go whenever you want. Imagine like, you know, you're going to do your health walk, you're going to do your fitness walk with your wife or whatever and you're like instead of instead of walking around the neighborhood, instead of walking around by the the creek or by the pond, the park with the pond in it, you go you go to the zoo and you see a giraffe and you see a lion and you see a gorilla and you see all these um, really cool animals. It was, it was honestly quite a hoot. I have to, I have to say, what was, what was the best thing I saw? I, to me, I think the most impressive of all the animals is the giraffe. When you see a giraffe up close, it, it is like bananas that they exist in real life. They're tall. Their necks are so long. Their bodies are very strange. If you ever get a chance to look at one up close, look at how look at how their neck connects to the uh, 
to the rest of the body. It's very, very strange. They have an area where the giraffes can come and they feed off this. It's like a ball. It's like a ball hanging from a tree and it has like the, the food they like inside of it. So you can see, you can like really get a close-up look at the giraffe. Like it's right there in your face when, when it's eating. Go go over to the Icy Robots uh, Instagram that's at Icy Robots and you can see I got, I got some really cool pictures of birds. I got a giraffe, like a really close-up picture of a giraffe. It... It was just crazy. I saw the giraffe. I thought that was cool. We saw the lion. The lion was just chilling. When he was just like laying there chilling. But the wife said, "Hi baby, hi baby." And he turned and he looked right at us. So that was that was kind of cool. We saw the gorillas. I believe they have four gorillas and all four were out in the pen. That's um that's one of the things. When you go to the zoo, the animals could very well just be like in their caves hiding or they could be sleeping or whatever. Today was a good day because the lion was out. The gorillas were out. All the penguins were out. We saw the grizzly bears, which was, which was crazy. Cause the two times we've gone in the past, like since being an adult, I have not seen the grizzly bears. They're, they're hiding in their caves. Grizzly bears, like you know, they like to sleep. Like they go out and they eat, and then they go back to sleep for like a month at a time. But they were, they were out walking around, and that was really cool. If you have a zoo nearby, and you're like, I haven't gone to the zoo in years, just go. It really is fun to see these animals. It's really, really different than, like, looking at a photograph when you when you get to check them out in person. I, I always enjoy going, and I, I do try to go, like, every once in a while. You know, I, I'll, I'll make a note, like, every few years. Like, maybe we should just go down to the zoo. But I, I went ahead and I followed SF Zoo on, on the tweet so that I can see when they have, like, new animal exhibits and stuff. Because they, they do different things. Like, I saw how on uh, St. Patrick's Day they took, like, they took, like, pinatas of rainbow and they, they threw them out there and the animals were like ripping them up and they were having a good time doing that. And on Halloween, they throw like jack-o'-lanterns in there and they let the gorillas smash them up and stuff. It, it's all cool, man. The, the SF Zoo is really nice. They got zebras and they got giraffes and I saw an ostrich. I saw bears. I saw like a boa constrictor. There was one part I got to tell you though, it's a bait and switch. If you go there, do not fall for this. Over, over the years, Zoos have, like, changed the way that they do things. It used to be, like, the animals were in cages, and you would come and look at them in the cage, and it was all all depressing and all mean. Like, you would have, you know, your lion house, and inside the lion house would be the caged lion. Now now they dedicate, like, a, a pretty fair amount of space that the lion can go walk around and hang out, and you can look at it, but it's not the same as, like, you're looking at it through a cage. It's a little more... A little more natural, I guess. Not completely, of course, but they're they're trying. They're trying to make a nice effort for the for the lion. But the the lion house has been closed. Like every time we've gone to the zoo, the lion house is closed. I imagine they just like do like maintenance on the animals, you know, trim their nails and they do things like that inside there. But this time the uh the the lion room was open, so I'm like, oh my gosh, let's go in there. So we went inside, and what was in there? A porcupine was the single exhibit in the uh in the room. It was a porcupine in a, in a, like a cage, and guess what? The porcupine was asleep. We didn't even get to see it, so bait and switch on the San Francisco Zoo, but we had a really good time. It was really great. If you live near a zoo, I say go check it out. Go join the zoo, become a member, have a good time, experience some nature. Let's move forward. We're going to open up a toy. Open the And now we are going to look at a Dungeons and Dragons figure by NECA. Should be a good time, alright? 
yeah, I think that I think that they should be a good time. I was over at Target the other day, kind of kind of looking around to see if there was anything new. I haven't been there in a while. I have not gone to the Target or the Walmart in a while looking for any toys. I I don't know. It just really hasn't worked out that way. But I was over there looking around, and they were having they were having something called the Holathon, the NECA Holathon, where I guess I guess they put out like all kinds of new or cool or interesting figures on a special display, and they're they like hope to attract people. I, I stumbled across this when I was there, but it wasn't it wasn't in the toy section. It was over near the uh, the boys' clothes. I just happened to be walking by there, and there it was. What have I got? It is the ultimate action figure known as the War Duke from the Dungeons and Dragons line. The War Duke is a figure I had as a kid. I had the original LJN figure. He's the guy with the scary blue helmet and the sword and the shield. I. I loved this figure. I don't know what happened to it. I have one now, but he doesn't have a head. He's just a body. I don't know what happened to my War Duke, but I thought this figure was so cool. I was really, I was really into the LJN line at the time. I had the War Duke, and I had the Paladin. I think his name was Strongheart. I should do an episode dedicated to these uh, LJN Dungeons and Dragons. If that was, if that's something you might be interested in, an old retro toy roundup about the uh, LJN Dungeons and Dragons, hit me up. I'll do it. There's not a lot of figures in the line to be. Easy peasy with a side of macaroni and cheesy. But the War Duke was one I had. I had Strongheart. Why is the dog walking here? What's up, Ursa? The dog does not like it when I when I use this, uh, when I use the good old radio voice. Bothers her, but she walked in for a second, then she walked immediately right out. She's a good dog. She doesn't like me being phony. She doesn't like this phony radio guy. But the War Duke, I lost my trail. So I had Strongheart, I had the War Duke, and then I had the tall guy who was like a Viking. I still... I still have him today, but I don't have, I do have a Strongheart. I don't have the one that I had, but I have him, I have the War Duke, Sans Head, and I have this Viking guy. But now, now I have the War Duke. Before we get too far into this, this is already off the rails. Before we get too far off the rails, let's, uh, let's find out what there is to know about the War Duke. War Duke's first appearance is as a pre-made character in the Dungeons & Dragons module quest for the Hearthstone. Originally a close friend of Strongheart the Paladin, the two became mortal enemies when exposed to a magical item called the Hearthstone, which brought War Duke's cruel nature to the fore thanks to striking many deals with other worldly fiends. War Duke has amassed a formidable assortment of magical weapons and armors. I was not like a giant fan of the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. It wasn't like Dungeons and Dragons-y enough for me, even though I'm not like a big D&D guy. But I I remember like the War Duke made like a couple appearances on the show, as I recall, as like a background character. So I think that all that background information we just heard was from like Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, what was the name of the company? The name of the company was... I think that what we just heard there was like TSR, the parent company of D&D's attempt to like move the War Duke into the, into the more uh, standard D&D universe because he's such a cool character. But let's, let's open this up. This is a really, really a nice figure and I am totally looking forward to this. He's very well detailed, more so than like the Motus I'm normally into. That was, that was the Arthur Fonzarelli brand switch. We're going to open that up. Going to open the top container here, the top portion rather. And let us pull the War Duke out and take a look. He is, 
I'm not gonna lie, he is a very, very, very handsome action figure. A dream date, as it were, in the figure world. Let's go ahead and snip these little things so we can get him out. Snippity snip snip. One around each wrist. Those are snips. One around the ankles. Got those out there. Are there any others I don't see? Probably. There always is. But we're gonna we're gonna just go ahead and grip and rip. As it were, we're gonna grip and rip and pull him out. Come on, baby. Come on, war dude. I apologize for all the crinkling, but as you can imagine. Oh, there's another one. I always miss one. This one is right around his midsection. So snippity snip snip with the Vidal Sassoon brand scissors. Gonna put those back there. And the War Duke is now released. Man, this is a very attractive action figure. He has articulation at the wrist, at the elbows, at the shoulders. He's a bit stiff. I've heard people say that about the various NECA figures, that they're stiff and they can are prone to like breaking. So I'm going to be I'm gonna be careful. These are adult toys, you know, they're not meant for like, they're not meant for little kids to run around and play with. These are meant for grown-ups to sit on their desk and stare at. His neck, his neck can go back and forth and up and down. He goes at the knees, the knees bend okay. This one's a little stiff. I'm gonna work on that later. Ankles at the waist, and he has like an ab, like an ab little bit of a crunch. Not a full-on crunch, but he's gorgeous. The detailing on this is very, very good. I gotta, I gotta say, it's, it's interesting, his, um, his body is exposed, like, he only has, like, armor on, like, one shoulder, and, like, on one side, he has a leg out, and an arm out, and they use, they use kind of, like, a matte finish on, on the skin, which is, which is interesting, I'm more used to, like, you know, like, a WWF Hasbro kind of figure, where they're, with the, like, the, you know, the body is shiny, the skin is shiny, and this is, like, more of a matte, a little more, a little more realistic, I think, but it is, is different to something that I'm used to. Let's take a look at his accessories. He has a sword, a very cool sword, and then he, I just dropped a hand, dang it, found it. One of the hands fell out, but I got it back. He has a sword, very long sword, that comes out here, and then he has a dagger. Let's set that little dagger aside here, and then another little dagger, put that aside here, and he has a flame attachment that he uses to make his sword all ablaze. And then there's something else in here. What is this? Another, looks like another scabbard, but that's tied in. I'm just gonna, how can, what if I could just push it out? Let's, got it, it's out. Like we have everything here. I'll put this hand over here. Ugh, I dropped the hand again. Where did it go? Hold on one sec. Let's, let's look down here on the ground. I'm gonna have to go under my desk. Let's, uh, Let's save that for later. We know how much our guy Preston from uh, the Retrofied magazine doesn't like him when I go under under the desk. I'm not sure if Preston is. Uh, I'm not sure if he's still with us. Honestly, haven't haven't heard from my dog Preston in a bit. Hope he's still with us. Hope he's still hope he's still on this mortal coil. The world needs uh, magazines. The world needs the world needs cool video game uh, conventions. Shout out to the Southern Fried Gaming Expo in Georgia. But uh, this is. This is an amazing figure. Let's, um, the swords are, they're kind of, they're cool, man. Let's put it in his hand. This is his right hand. I always have to, like, double check left and right hand. I'm assuming he should have a shield. Where does his shield go? There's a shield on the picture that I didn't, that I didn't find in here. Um, hmm. Hmm, mm, mm. Is it in here? Oh, yeah, it's on the back. 
interesting. I would have I would have thrown that away. I mean, not really, but it could have happened. It's possible, but it would have been in the recycling, and I would go get it. But I got the shield. Let's put that here. Very, I, I am very impressed with this figure. I'm not even gonna lie. I am not gonna lie. I think that it's really cool. If if NECA made more properties that I liked, I would buy more of their figures. I understand they just announced they're coming out with um, additional Dungeons & Dragons characters from the from the LJN line. I think I saw Strongheart. If I saw Strongheart, I would probably pick him up too, I imagine. I'm having a hard time getting the flames around his sword. Oh, there we go. Took both hands, but now, now he has a flaming sword. Very cool. Let's see how easy it is to replace one of his hands let's take that off put this one on went in pretty cool this is the hand that he would use to hold the shield or the sword depending on depending on what hand he is in your universe in my universe he's right-handed so this this is the shield hand this hand is the sword hand let's put his blade into the scabbard here very very cool goes right inside I'm in love with this guy. I think very cool goes in there. Where does the other scabbard attach to? There has to be somewhere for it. I'll discover that later. Oh, is that it right here? That does appear to be it. Clicks on right there. Snip, snip, snip. Very cool. Very, very cool, man. I think this guy is great. Honestly, when I, I remember when I first started seeing pictures of this figure, to me, he looked like a hot toy, like a hot toy or an uh, SH figure arts or whatever, whatever those high-end, super high-end toys are. He did not look like something I could pick up at Target. So when I saw him right there on the shelf, I was like, you will be mine, War Duke. And mine he is. So there we go. If you want to hear that retro toy roundup about the uh, about the LJN D&D, hit me up. Let's, uh, let's find out what Derek has to say this week in Japanese League. <laughs> This week in Japanese League Baseball. Hey guys, this is Derek for this week in Japanese League Baseball. The preseason sweat o meter readings are in. Chan Wan Song of the Whales scored the worst with two whole pints of sweat per game. That is close to as much, volume wise, that you can sweat and not die. He will need a salt lick after the game. Steve Balboni Jr. scored the best with a mere spoon full of sweat per game. He has an amazing self-regulating body temperature. That is the hallmark of a great prospect. We will have more as this story unfolds. This has been Derek. The IC Robots Radio International Sports Division Head. For this week in Japanese League Baseball. That was this week in Japanese League Baseball. Here is the latest from Putronics, the company that brought you Johnny Coins and Jimmy Dean flavored food cubes. Presenting the Putronics brand Perspirar Meter. The Perspirar Meter is a machine that measures the potential for future perspiration by taking a sample of blood and sample of urine and mixing them together. The sample is then swallowed by a lab technician who has their blood tested by the Perspirar Meter for the original patient's potential for future sweating problems. Available for home use starting in April. The Pooptronics brand Perspar Meta. Perspar Meta. Ursi Robots Radio, the number one team in the streets.
And now, ici Robos is going to talk about a few things they saw in a magazine. Again. Hey, this is me, Ashley Robots, and we are back. I honestly have no idea what somebody would need a home purse barometer for. I, I understand that, like, by sweating a lot, you might, um, you know, you might, might cause your team to have additional shower bills or whatever, but it's not, like, that big of a deal. You're a professional sports franchise. I, I can't imagine what you would do with one of these at home. Why do you need to know how bad people sweat that you would buy a machine for it? And if you... If you really wanted to know, you could just, uh, observe them. You could casually observe them in life and see how, uh, you know, see how much sweat they have on their, on their clothes when you do the laundry. I don't know. There's, there's other ways to do this besides buying an expensive Pooptronics machine. I recommend nobody buy anything from Pooptronics. They are the worst, but they, they, uh, well, they have the rights to a few commercials for, per year in a, in an out-of-court settlement. So, there you go. You got, you got the purse barometer. I... I get this magazine called Den of Geek. It comes from the the website Den of Geek. I don't know how I got on the mailing list for this, but this magazine started showing up at my house. It started showing up at my house. It's uh, I think it's quarterly, a quarterly magazine, and it has like movies and comics and toys, and I I do like it. I've enjoyed every single issue that I've gotten so far. So if you if you go on the online, look up Den of Geek magazine. I did I did a search. This one it's only like nine dollars a year. They they send it to me for free for some reason. It just kind of kind of started showing up. I know not, but I but I am happy. They had my they had my legal name and everything. So I don't even know where um where this came from. But they they have an article about the uh South by Southwest Film Festival in this one and they they talk about a few different movies in here that I that I am interested in. It's a it's a bit out of date because they're talking about the uh, Dungeons and Dragons movie, which I which I myself have not yet seen, but I do I do want to. There there's just like a few things on my list ahead of it. I did I did see Creed 3 the other day, and I thought that was pretty good. I gave it uh, 3.5 mics. I thought that was good. I saw a good person with Florence Pugh. I thought that was okay. I saw the Boston Strangler. That was okay. That's about it. I haven't, um, I've been, I've been slacking on my Mac and as far as movies go, but looks like, looks like there are some, uh, good things on, on, on the, uh, the horizon. This is a movie called I Used to Be Funny. The first one I talk about is a movie called I Used to Be Funny. It is with, uh, Rachel Sinnott and Canadian director-writer Ali Pinkyu. Pinkyu and Sinnott worked together on, uh, a project a few years back, and this is them getting back together. And this is, um, let's, uh, let's just take a look. Senate plays Sam, an aspiring stand-up comedian and au pair whose recovery from past trauma coincides with a search for a missing girl she used to nanny. This is supposed to be a comedy. Sounds pretty serious, but we're gonna we're gonna take it for what it's worth. But I'm, I'm a big Rachel Sennett fan. She was in this movie Shiva Girl that I liked a lot. She was in this uh, movie Body Body Bodies 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 that I that came out last year that I liked a lot. It kind of Bodies 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 kind of got pegged as a horror movie when I think it's more of a whodunit. It's more of a mystery. If you if you go into it and you take it as that, you'll you'll really enjoy it. I think kind of kind of a modern movie with modern characters and modern tropes. I did I did like that. There's a movie called Bottoms. This is another Rachel Sennett movie. This is Rachel Sennett teaming up with, with uh, Imola Seligam, who she who she worked with on Shiva Girl, and it is also with um what is her name? 
Ayo Edabiri from the Hulu TV show The Bear. She is like the, uh, you know, the assistant cook, not the, not the main cook. She's like the head assistant cook who um, works on the show there. And in this, they are two girls who are trying to get the attention of another girl. And the way they do this is by forming a fight club. And that looks pretty, looks pretty funny. I've seen pictures of the two of them all beat up. And I gotta, I gotta admit, it does look pretty good. So there's two Rachel Sennett movies coming out coming out next year that we can look forward to which is you know which is always nice i think and then we have a movie called flaming hot this is the directorial debut of eva longoria from desperate housewives i've never i've never not never seen that show i don't know if i've ever seen anything with eva longoria i know who she is but uh this this movie is about the guy who invented flaming hot cheetos man flaming hot is like the flavor of the decade i myself i'm not I'm not into, like, the hot Cheetos, I'm not into the hot chip, I'm not into the uh, Takis and all that stuff. Like, they're fine, they're fine, but, like, the kind of hot that these are, to me, it kind of, it's kind of like a chemical burn, you know? It's not like, it's not like you're eating peppers or you're eating, like, you know, like a jalapeno or anything. It, 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 like, it's like you've eaten, like, some kind of a toxic chemical and it's in your mouth. It's more, it's more pepper spray than it is actual pepper flavor, but people, people love them, dude. Everywhere I go, everything is flaming hot, you can't. You can't knock the uh, you can't knock the game on that one. This is a movie about the about the guy who invented that. I I think I'll see that. I I, I like that kind of thing. And then we have a movie with um with Jake Johnson, who uh, you might know from you know Jurassic World. He was he was on that show New Girl. That show New Girl is really funny. If you've never you've never seen that, it's on it's on Netflix. I watched it when it was on Fox. Really really good stuff there. A lot of the episodes are hilarious. <laughs> In this one, he signs up as a participant in a $1 million game in which hunters try to kill them. The the conflict is he tries to involve his family. He tries to get help. He tries to get people to, uh, you know, aid him. In this movie, it's not like that that uh, favorite of Teen Wundles with iced tea where they take you out into the forest. In this, you're like out in the real world and the assassins are trying to assassinate you. And he... He tries to convince his family and his friends that this is happening because, he, he, you know, he wants them to help help him get, you know, get hidden or whatever. But anytime he does that, the assassins stop assassinating. So everybody, everybody thinks he's crazy when it is, in fact, actually going on. Actually, factually, in effect. There are some good TV shows as well at the, uh, the film festival. One in particular I am looking forward to is a show called I Am a Virgo. This is by... This is by Boots Riley, who you might know from the rap group The Coup. You might know him from his feature film debut called Sorry to Bother You. Which was absolutely bananas. If you haven't seen that movie yet, by all means, go check it out. It is so interesting. It is so weird. And it's just like, it takes off in a way that I never would have seen in a million years. And that is something that, like, I really, really enjoy. When I go see a movie and then it turns out to, like, not be at all what I thought it was, that is oftentimes a uh, recipe for fun. It's also sometimes, like, a recipe for disaster. If you go think you're gonna see, like, a... Like an action film or whatever, and it turns out to be like a drama. That could be boring, but it could also be fun. You know, you just got to take things for what they are. I, I myself, I do like to be surprised more than, than anything else when it comes to movies. I want to be surprised. I try to avoid trailers for the most part. When I'm, when I'm at the movies, if it's a trailer for a movie I want to see, I'll kind of... I'll kind of try to zone out. I'll, I'll try to look away, and I, I just, I don't go out looking for trailers. If it's a movie I don't know anything about, then yes, indeed, I do want to see the trailer, but if it's already something I'm going to see, then I will avoid it as much as I can. Just, they give away too much. I don't know what the deal is. They give away, like, the entire story in a trailer sometimes, I feel like. There are times when, like, I'll see a trailer, then when I see the movie, I think they did, in fact, 
give away the whole movie in there, and that that is not cool. But this um this program by uh, Boot I Am a Virgo is about a 13 foot tall black man who lives in Oakland, California. I think that is going to be fantastic. I I don't know where they're going to go with this, but I was reading in the little interview with Boots, they're doing a lot of practical effect, a lot of the a lot of the movie shot by having the lead actor just, you know, more like closer to the camera to give like an effect of uh, him being much bigger than other things. I think that I think that's a good one. Then uh Donald Glover, who you might know from Atlanta, you might know him from his rap career, you might know him from Community, any any number of plays. Homeboy was Lando Calrissian. You probably you probably know that. He has a new program coming out called uh, Swarm, Swarm, which is a it's like a loose takeoff on Beyonce's fans, you know, the beehive or whatever they're called. And in this one, a girl thinks that like uh, Beyonce told her to kill somebody, so she goes out and she commits a murder. I I am really looking forward to that. There's a lot of good stuff coming out, man. I I don't know if this uh like this bit here, this segment here turned out to be as good as I would have hoped cuz honestly, I saw there were a couple Rachel Sennett movies coming out and I got really excited and I wanted to share it with you guys, but then then I started doing it. I'm like, "You know what?" These guys do not care one bit about Rachel Sennett. They don't care about Shiva Girl. They don't care about Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. They don't care about any of these movies she has coming out. So I guess I'm just flapping my gums into space for no reason, and I apologize. We're gonna we're gonna cut this short, and we're going to move into the uh, the next part where I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about more stuff that you could not care less about. I'm gonna talk about what I'm doing at the gym. This is world famous on audio recording. This is world famous on audio recording. This is world famous on audio recording. We built this city on Gates and Flow! We built this city! We built this city on Gates and Flow! Alrighty, tidy whitey, this is your dude, ISR, and we are over at the gym hanging and clanging, getting getting bigger by the hour. I, I'm really getting back into the, um, you know, the, the, the going to the gym every, every couple days kind of situation. After, after having the bug, when I got the bug, I, I lost my wind for the most part. I, I've got it back. It came back, it came back pretty quickly, but the first couple times I went over to the gymnasium, I, I was geeked out, like, as soon as I walked in the door, dude, and I'm, I'm happy that I, that I managed to, uh, stick it out, because even, like, after that, I, I really, like, I really didn't feel like going, I just, I felt really weak, so I, I had to, I had to turn to the chemist, I went over to the, I went over to the Rite Aid, the Rite Aid around here used to be, a, a Thrifties, I don't know, did they have Thrifties everywhere, I, I think that they did, but it used to, used to be a Thrifties, and we used to go there back, back in the day and get ice cream. That was one of the one of the cool things about thrifties. They had uh, ice cream cones for 25 cents at the front of the store. It's like it's like a drugstore, you know, but up at the front they had an ice cream counter, you get a cone, 25 cents. And the cones were the cones were normal shape, but the ice cream came in the form of a cylinder. They had these they had these unique uh, scoops. It would like go right down in it, pull a chunk out drop it right on you like a like a cylinder we were over at the right aid and at this particular right aid they have a, a g and c section you know the the vitamin store and, and in the in the thing they have an area for pre-workout mixes and what these are is just like it's like caffeine and niacin and all these all these things so we we got one of those it has it has well let's take a look and see what it has hold on Please, God, help me. 
I happen to have the container right here in my hand. Let's um let's take a look at what's in here. There is this is hard to read. There is citrocline, citrocline, right to take, anginine, hydrochloride, caffeine, uh, chlorine. There is creatine, green coffee extract. It is vitamin C, niacin. I don't know, bunch, bunch of whatever, dude. But it gets me, it gets me jacked up, man. I gotta. I gotta tell you, put one scoop into a thing of water and you just like slam it down really quick. And I feel like, I feel like a hummingbird. I take this and like 45 minutes later, I am zipping around the, I'm zipping around the gymnasium like I am a, you know, like I'm Speedy Gonzalez, dude. Just like back and forth, back and forth, hanging and clanging. When I, when I take this pre-workout before I go, I end up staying like 25 minutes longer. So I guess it's good in that, in that regard, but I gotta, I gotta get on some industrial strength, uh. <laughs> I had to go and I had to take some performance enhancing drugs to get back into the back into the swing of the gym stuff. The the latest cardio, the latest cardio trend over at the gym. I do I do some cardio like every time I go. I don't I don't love it. I I do sometimes like it when I'm and then like on a nice jog on the treadmill. It, it, it sometimes it's good to kind of push yourself that way, but it's not it's not by any means my favorite thing, but the the latest trend over there is what do they call it? 12 3 and 30 or 12 30 and 3 what they what they mean by that is you you put the incline of the treadmill to 12 it's it's pretty steep it's just about as steep as it goes i think you can go to like 13 maybe 14 12 is a nice it's a nice hill it's a nice you know like uphill uphill battle right so you put it on that and then you go on to the speed and you set it to three which is that's a pretty brisk walk. Like you're you're kind of cooking along there, and then you do it, you do it for 30 minutes. I have been doing this for a while now. I do not do it for 30 minutes. I think that I could. I think that I could if I really wanted to, but it, it's boring to me to like to like walk on the treadmill. I look at the TV. I listen to stuff. I listen to music or whatever. But I it's, it's boring, dude, to like do it for that long. I only go for like 15. I go 20 minutes on Thursday, but I do the 15. What do I do? I do the 12, 3, 15. Or the 12, 15, 3. Some, some variable of that. If you, if you got a treadmill near you, try it out. It isn't like really incredibly intensive, but like it works your legs pretty hard. Like by the time I'm done, it, I, I can feel it like in the back in the back of my legs. I also think that like, it's an important one to train because in life we walk, we walk around a lot. And if you, if you practice walking, it's gonna be much easier for you. So I practice going up hills on the treadmill. Hopefully, maybe next time I'll go for the full 30. I'll do it just to see what's going on. But there would have to be something good on the TV. And every time I go, it's always like football. They have like the NFL network. And then one of them is on uh, the Fox affiliate channel two. One of them is on like some random, you know, like golf channel or basketball or whatever. And the other one is playing something else. The treadmill that I like is all the way in the front row, all the way over on the right. And I can only really look at the two TVs in front of me. I can kind of see the one over there, but I would really be craning my neck. And if somebody was next to me, I would be, I feel like I'd be looking at them. So I, I kind of look at like the two above me and often it's NFL Network on one and then random like sports network on the other never baseball never the a's game never anything like that never even never even the giants game for what it's worth it is at all times like dudes like talking head football guys or talking head no 
It's almost always football, guys. They they do like a lot of football talk on, on these things. But if you if you really think about it, the NFL is like the most popular thing in the whole country. NFL is more popular than movies, more popular than TV, way 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 more popular than baseball or boxing or even even indoor cycling, dude. It is way bigger than indoor cycling. It is more bigger than like horse racing. It is like the biggest thing in the history of things. Honestly, the Super Bowl is practically a holiday every Sunday is a big thing. People talk about football. People live football. Two out of four of the televisions at my gym are dedicated to football. So I better, if you like it or you don't like it, learn to love it. It's the best thing going today, according to according to Ric Flair. I I got a rare honor when uh, when I was over there the other day. I went I went in through the front door, and the guy who works there, this he's like big and buffed. He's a big buff guy, really nice, really friendly. He always gives like a motivating word when you go through. He goes like, "Get at it, man! Go knock it out!" or whatever, and it really really gets me going but he asked me what kind of music I liked and I couldn't I couldn't tell him the truth like I couldn't go well right now in in my earphones I was gonna go listen to some uh you know I was gonna listen to some Post Malone some Taylor Swift I I like these up-tempo pop songs when I'm when I'm gonna do cardio they really they really keep my legs going and I'm not gonna lie man Taylor Swift is like a real good cardio artist her record what is it? Reputation is, is one, one of, of the, the best, best cardio records of all the time and space. A lot of it is up-tempo, very mean-spirited, can get you going because she's just talking about, like, the emotional pain and the angst. And it's like, we can all we can all relate to that. It's, uh, I'm a Swifty, I guess. But <laughs> anyhow, you just wait. I'm going to make, I'm going to make the Champion Sound Taylor Swift edition and it is going to be amazing and you're all gonna like it but I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want to say this to homeboy when I, when I was going through and I'm like oh you know Metallica like Black Sabbath or whatever I I was kind of thinking I wanted to influence what was going to be played in the gym because I was thinking like he's gonna ask me what I like and then he's gonna play it dude does play a lot of metal and in the past when I've gone by guy if he plays like a metal song I like I will point it out I I, I noticed that like he's picking songs out he's picking songs and he's playing them I can I can tell he's on like YouTube or whatever playing videos it, it's cool man I appreciate the effort and when I go by if he played something I like I tell him and what I want to hear in the gym is hard metal stuff so I said oh you know Black Sabbath Iron Maiden Metallica whatever bro and then as I start walking through the corridor, you go through the front part, just like the sign-in part, and then you go down this long corridor, and there is like wall-to-wall -wall pictures of like bodybuilders, like these autographed bodybuilder pictures. I call it the Hall of Fame. So you go through the Hall of Fame, and as I'm coming out, he hits Iron Man by Black Sabbath. He hits it right as I'm going through. So I'm coming out the corridor, and I'm feeling like the Road Warriors, dude. I am feeling like so pumped up. I got the... I got the pre-workout flowing through me, and I am just like, I am on fire. It was amazing. And then for the whole rest of the night, he played Black Sabbath, he played Metallica, he played Iron Maiden, and then when I was leaving, I went to give him, I went to give him, like, a big shout-out for playing all these jams, and he goes, that was for you, brother, that was your hour, and I'm like, I hope you saved it so you can play it again. He goes, I did. So... Hopefully, uh, we'll get more of that when I go in the gym. When I'm hanging and clanging, I usually listen to earphones. But if I take them off, and sometimes I'm listening to podcasts. Usually, I listen to music when I do cardio, and then I listen to pods while I'm lifting weights. It kind of, kind of keeps me like more even keeled. I don't want to go crazy on the weights and kill myself. So I, I listen to something, but I can hear the music in the gym while the pod is going on. And it's nice if it's metal. It's nice if it's a Metallica. It's nice if it's a Motorhead. The other day. 
Homeboy played the uh, Insert Sandman by Motorhead, and that was that was one of the jams I complimented him on. I feel like it's important if somebody does something you like, tell them you like it. Give them positive, uh, give them positive feedback. And I find that like if you give them the feedback, they'll do the thing again because they want the feedback again. So you can really influence things just by just by saying a nice word, just by complimenting dude, being nice, just by letting him know that I like the Motorhead. I got a full hour of metal while I was at the gym, and I got so pumped up. That that I fainted. Hi, this is Derek. I see robots really did faint back there. I think he drank too much pre-workout and is having a bad trip. Grandmaster Grandpa is pulling his whip around and we are going to take him to the free clinic over by the old Kmart. I hear that is a good one. Anyway, take care and if you don't like what's in the news, go out there and make some of your own. Alright, um, Ann, bring an organ. And you know I got to have that. Some people, some people, some people, some people, some people listen for history. Some people listen because they want a mystery. Some people listen, then say we're whack. But if they miss the show, they get the heart attack. Now look at you, you're sitting there, bite your lip. The whole world sees you as a hypocrite Live out the first law and make yourself preservation If the show doesn't help you, change the station If you don't want peace in the world Love, peace, and happiness in an endless world If all you want to do is keep the whole world back You're the one that's whack And we're world's, world's, world's famous Check it out, I'd like to thank everybody I'd like to thank all the engineers for making this record I'd like to thank you for buying this record Yo, slick, blow. That's right. Yeah, I see Robots Radio is a listener-supported endeavor. If you like what we do here and you look forward to new programming, consider helping us to bring fun stuff every week by heading over to supportthereport.com and tossing a few pounds into the hat. It's important to support things that you enjoy. Thanks and have a great week. Supportthereport.com Everybody love everybody. Right there up on the wall. I don't think so. Gregory. It's either me or you, baby. It's not gonna, it's not gonna be me. Oh, uh, Swarm? With uh, Emma Seligam. Uh,